What is up, you sexy bastard? It is your boy, K-Gang, a.k.a. Rabbi Can't Lose, a.k.a. Noah Kagan. Today, we're going to talk about networking. Yes, there's air quotes, even though you can't see it. Or as I like to call it, making friends with cool-ass people. When I was 21 years old, I graduated from UC Berkeley, worked at a cubicle at Intel, and was living at my mom's house. Thanks, mom. I had zero online presence, no network, and no mentors. Fast forward 20 years later, and much of my success can be attributed to the people I've met over the years. Tim Ferriss, Ramit Sethi, Andrew Warner, and my business partner, Chad Boyda, referrals to my lawyer, Derek Newman, and many, many more. In this episode, I cover nine specific tactics you can do today to connect with successful people in your industry. Here are three things you'll learn. One, why I always make an effort to connect with ambitious people before they make it. Two, how to meet new people even if you're still quarantined at home. And three, how I met and became friends with known people like Tim Ferriss and a few more. Enjoy those three things plus a bunch more ear nuggets along the way. Before we dive in, if you want more actionable business content just like this episode, I recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel where you'll find a bunch of videos on how to get started on your business journey. You can find it at youtube.com slash okdork or just type in Noah Kagan in the YouTube search bar. If you want to start a newsletter, use sendfox.com. If you have no business idea, want to build a community, or just improve your writing, a free newsletter is literally the best way to get started. It's called sendfox.com. We built it ourselves. It's what I use. Also, a special pre-show shout out to listener Chaim K from the US of A. He left a review saying, we are blessed to have Noah taking us on his weekly adventures, like his biblical namesake. Thanks, man. I appreciate everything you do and every other listener out there. I'm glad the podcast is helpful for you. If you want a shout out in a future episode, leave a review anywhere online. I check every single one of them. Yes, this is the most basic, most average, most underutilized networking strategy you can use to build your network. Let me give you two examples to show you how to use it. So when I arrived here in LA, in Malibu for the summer, I don't really know a lot of people out here. So I thought of my most impressive and interesting friends and I texted them this exact message. I'm in LA for the month. Who is the one person you love to hang out with when you come to LA? My buddy Andy Force from Huckberry actually introduced me to someone super cool from that. The second example of this is when I graduated from Berkeley and I was working at a cubicle in Intel, I didn't have any network. So I was an intern at Microsoft and my friend Clara Shi, I texted her and I said, who is the most amazing person that you know from Stanford where she went to school that I should have lunch with? And she introduced me to Ramit Sethi, and that was in 2004 when I worked at Intel. Fast forward 20 years later, he's a very successful writer, blogger, and a great friend of mine. So the immediate action items for you to do right now is that write down the three most interesting friends that you have. Yes, get out your phone or piece of paper and write those down. Next, message them right now and be more specific. If you do general stuff, you're going to get general results. So what you should be asking them is, in this city, this male or female, if they're in this type of category, whatever it is, the more specific you ask the person. So for me, hey, who in LA do you love to hang out with? It makes it really easy for them to answer. That's it, tip number one. Two critical things before we go into tip number two. Adding people on LinkedIn is not networking. For the most part, it's spamming. Anyone, including me, can give you my phone number or email address. It's noah at sumo.com. But the value and real relationship is when you get that person to be excited to respond to you. So think about that as you're building relationships. Make sure to stick to the end so you can hear how I connect with Max Levchin of PayPal and Aaron Levy of Box.com. All right, tip number two, reach out to the up-and-comers first. So these are the people that are not getting as much attention. They're not, they don't got the check marks on every single thing online, but these are the people that will actually respond to you and be great to help you build your own network over the years. So a recent thing for me has been Ali Abdal on YouTube. This guy is phenomenal. If you don't subscribe to Ali's channel, he's one of my favorites. And I've been able to connect with him really early on before he becomes a mega superstar and stops responding to me. So another person, as an example, is Harry Dry from Marketing Examples. 
This is someone, he's a younger kid, he's out in somewhere England, I have no idea where, but I love what he's doing and I've reached out and connected with him. So my suggestion for you is, who is up and coming that's a lot more accessible and a great person for you to build your network with versus trying to go to these old fogies or famous people who are a lot harder to get attention with? So the key thing in up and comers is I would recommend at least weekly, reach out to one person that's doing interesting things that's maybe not super popular and just start connecting with people like that more often. So quick note for you, no one wants to be your mentor or mine. The thing that you should actually be thinking about is how do you actually more mentor down and the people who are on the rise up so that you can rise up with them. And I'm guessing that'll help you lead to get mentors that are above you. Tip number three, do interesting sh or be impressive and build your personal brand. Some of the most serendipity and amazing things I have is because I put myself out there and become a magnet that interesting people now are starting to come to me and you can have the same thing as well. Let me give you a story. In 2003, I was blogging online about personal finance and so was my friend Neville from copywritingcourse.com and we connected. And now 20 years later, we are living in a house together in Malibu. Kind of weird. But anyways, it's fine. My point being is that, like, how are you putting yourself out there? Another example is Andrew Chen. He has been blogging on andrewchen.co. He's one of my best friends, and he writes amazing things. And that blog has led him to end up getting a job in Andreessen Horowitz, which is one of the top VC firms today. So the upside of writing and putting yourself out there is really high, and the cost and downside is pretty low. So I recommend figuring out how do you put yourself out there more so people are attracted to you. Now, a few of you might say, hey, I'm not a public person. I don't want to put myself out there. I've got one of those fake user handle names on YouTube. So instead of actually having to write and put yourself out there that way, why don't you just go do interesting things? And people want to do that with you. So an example of that is John Senstrom. He hit me up on Instagram, slid my DMs and said, hey, I love spearfishing. If you ever come out to LA, you should come join me on that. Now, rich people, by the way, have money. So going to lunch with you or getting a free coffee from you is not that appealing. But actually doing some unique activity that we wouldn't normally do is really appealing. So John and I are coordinating going spearfishing. So think about maybe origami or if it's magic or something else out there that you can bring to people that you want to connect with. All right, so here's immediate actions for tip number three that you can start doing today. Action item number one, start blogging or YouTube or sendfox.com email newsletter. What should you be writing about? Anything. Document your online journey, what you're learning at work, the side hustles you're exploring, and have fun with it. I've been doing this stuff online for 20 years and I'll do it for the next 20 years. So put yourself out there on things you're interested in don't worry about the topics as much. Two, write about whatever it is you want to write about at least once a week for the next 90 days, and I promise you, you'll be rewarded for that. Secondly, don't worry about promoting it and seeing how many people I need to get on it. Just worry about starting the content and putting it out there. By the way, if you want to grow your mailing list, get at least 100 subscribers. I do have a link to the video below for how to get your first 100 subscribers on your newsletter using sendfox.com or any other provider. All right, major key alert. I like putting these in between the different tips to help you succeed in your networking and building your relationships. There's three ways of meeting people. Number one, who is where you think you want to go to in life, like career-wise? That's number one. Think about those people. Number two, who is working on something you're curious about? And number three, who's working at companies that you'd be interested in? Those are three ways to create your list of people you'd like to meet. Number two, put yourself out there, and I promise you interesting people will come to you. And number three, randomly meet people at the grocery store? I guess it happens. <laughs> Tip number four. Take notes and share them publicly. I feel like you're a junior high school teacher. So Blake Masters, I don't know if you guys know him, but he took notes at a Stanford class, put them online, and it ended up becoming the book Zero to One by Peter Thiel. And that is all because he took notes from someone famous or someone doing their thing and publishing it online. A more local answer is RJ Youngling. He's in all of our office hours. He watches a lot of these videos and he takes notes and puts them online. It's a great way that now me and him have actually built a relationship. Plus, you get to learn something new. So you actually get these people as mentors without them having to commit to you. It's amazing. So my action item for you is take notes in the next podcast, YouTube, webinar, whatever it is that you're a part of, put it online 
And step two, send an email or Instagram or tweet to that person without asking for anything. Say, hey, I took notes on your thing. I drew it up or I wrote it up. I thought you'd enjoy. It's a great way to actually connect and also learn for yourself. Tip number five, buy their stuff or pay for it. Ching, ching, ding, ding, ching, ching. I don't know what the word is. So many years ago, I reached out to a gentleman named Pat Flynn, who I hope a lot of you know from Smart Passive Income Podcast as well on YouTube. The guy is amazing. And I said, I'd love to sponsor your podcast. And that opened the relationship where I ended up being on a show. We sponsored his podcast and we've been friends now for many, many years. So my point being is that a lot of you might email me or Pat or just anyone that you want to connect with. And you say, hey, I'd just like to meet with you or hey, I'd like to do this. That's one thing. But if you also say, hey, I'd like to give you a lot of money or I'd like to buy a lot of your items, that's a really easy way and a better way that most people would want to respond to you. A lot of you are saying, well, no, I don't have money. Don't worry. I'll tell you how to do that as well. But my point being is that when you actually say, I want to acquire you, I'd like to buy something from you, I'd like to sponsor you, those people are more likely to respond to you. Now, for the people in there about that is that if you don't have any money, let me show you how to do it. I would reach out to any author as an example and say, hey, I'd like to buy 200 of your books if you can come do a Zoom webinar. Most authors or anyone out there selling something would say yes to that. I know I would. And then you go and get them to commit. So now you have the author. But you're like, well, Noah, how do I get the 200 people? That's called entrepreneurship. That's why you're here watching this video. That's why you go and hustle your ass off to sell 200 copies of their book or whatever it is that you promised them you've done. And now you've been able to connect with some of the people that you want. All right, tip number six, pay attention to this one. Add value to the successful people you want to meet without asking for anything. Everyone is smart. You're smart. They're smart. When you just make it up like, hey, I just want to ask you for something, but it's bullshit. We know, you know, famous people get hit up all the time. I'm micro famous and I get a hit up all the time. So you can't just hit them up all the time. And I did do a video with Bo Jackson. And let me tell you the backstory behind it. I wanted to get Bo on my podcast. So I contacted him and said, hey, Bo, I'd love for you to come on my podcast. I know you have a charity bike ride called Bo Bikes Bama. And I want to have and help you promote it. I didn't get any response. Probably sounds like how you guys have happened when you've reached out to someone you wanted to talk to. So then I thought, well, how do I make it irresistible? How do I make it irresistible for Bo to want to come talk with me? And what I realized is that if he has his charity bike ride event, what if I could fundraise for it, donate a ton of money to help him out, and maybe he'd actually want to help me out. So I went on okdork.com, I reached out to all of my audience, and we ended up raising a crazy amount, $30,000 to donate to his charity, which was more than anyone else has done combined for the past few years, which I found out. Bo asked if we wanted to come do the show. So my point being is that if you're going out and wanting to connect with a lot of different people, do it without an expectation of anything returning. Even if Bo said no to me on the charity ride, I would have been fine with it. But the point was, I came to him with so much tremendous value for something that's important to him. He became excited to want to connect with me. So here's three ways that you can add value for any successful person right now. Number one, create something for them. A drawing, marketing plan, a video, anything that will benefit them. Maybe it's donating to their charity and just letting them know about it without asking for anything in return. Secondly, look at what they're spending their time on and assist them with that. Me, I'm trying to grow my YouTube channel. If you can help me with that, I'll probably end up responding to you. Think about that for whatever person in whatever type of category or industry you're trying to work with. Three, compliment them and don't do anything else. I've been really wanting to meet Furious Pete, who is one of my favorite YouTubers online. He eats a lot of food. And so I just reached out to him and said, I just love your videos. I'm no expectation. I'd like to help in the future, but keep doing your videos. You're a great person. Let me put this in perspective for you. The three people that helped make these videos for you guys, uh, Mitchell, Jeremy, and Michael, they all came and worked for free for me and offered it without me asking. And it made it undeniable that I actually had to offer them jobs because they're so damn great. Something to think about. Ultimately, do something for these successful people that will make them excited to want to respond to you. All right, so here's the summary of your action items for that one. Number one, compliment them. It's always nice to hear the results that you guys are getting from videos like this, and I'm sure everyone feels that way. 
Number two, do something beneficial that they would be excited to hear about from them. And three, follow up with them on a regular basis. The inbox is where the top of the attention is. And so if you've done something nice for someone and six months later are trying to ask for something, it's going to be a little bit harder. So I would recommend regularly following up and helping out the people you want to connect with. All right, tip number seven, especially if you're home, this one's a tougher one, but geography does matter. I will tell you, I've been able to meet Drew Houston of Dropbox and many, many very famous people today because I was living in the Bay Area for the majority of my life. Now, if you're stuck at home and it's still coronavirus by the time you're watching this in 2025, you can still move cities where you live. You can still change countries and you're going to stay in your house. But I'll tell you, being in LA, as I've been here now for the summer, I've been able to connect with filmmakers, Jordan Belfort, and a lot of other interesting people. So you are not limited to, this, to the house you're living in. You can move around your own city to connect with new people. Another example of this that we've done recently, uh, now that we're in Malibu for the summer, is that we hosted a Taco Tuesday meetup and we made sure everyone was safe. And we said, hey, we would like you to bring one friend to this Taco Tuesday meetup at our house. And we've been able to meet the guys from Prey.com who are amazingly interesting, as well as a bunch of other cool people. So I recommend change your geography or do something within your geography that you can meet other interesting people like the plus one dinner event. Let me give you a quick pro tip. This is a good one. Keep a list, just like this in Evernote, of cool people who live in cities. So whenever I travel, I don't have to think or look on Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram or Twitter or wherever who's at that city. I already have a list of them. And then I kind of go through the people. So if you're on the list, hopefully you're at the top and not at the bottom. I recommend you do that for the different cities that matter to you. All right, tip number eight, organize an online event. So some of the most amazing people I've been able to connect with in my life is because I just started organizing events when I didn't have any network. So this is a great way to meet like-minded people and build an audience using another person's brand. So when I was at Intel with not a lot of internet presence and no network, I started a thing called entrepreneur27.org, where I basically hosted dinner parties and drinks and meetups, and mostly all these you can do online. I brought in other interesting people to talk, and then I went and recruited people to come listen to them. It sounds really simple, because it is. You guys can easily do this on a Google meetup, on Zoom, or even in a Facebook group that you're a part of. Go and bring some people together, recruit a bunch of people to come listen to them, and that is how you can start building your own audience and your own network. So the amazing things about this is that geography is not an issue, it's not a cost, and you literally could do this every single week. I know Lloyd from TractionConf has been doing this, and it's a great way for him to connect with people, bring his audience together, and expand his business. So here's a few action items for you to do today about organizing an online event. Number one, identify one successful person that you want to connect with. Number two, make it worth it for them to want to be a part of your online event and sign them up to do it. Number three, promote the hell out of it so they love you and want to do something with you again and realize, wow, this is a person that I'm glad I know. My point being here is that once you've actually done something successful for someone, there's a really good chance that they want to stay connected to you. Uh, tip number nine, join an online group or community. So when I was doing research for this video, a lot of people were asking me, where can I find like-minded people to connect with? They're online everywhere, people. So let me give you a few places that I would go today if I was just starting out or if I'm still going uh, to connect with other like-minded people. So Neville has copywritingcourse.com. That's a great place to meet other copywriters. You could join okdork.com slash group to meet a lot of other smart, like-minded people like myself. That's okdork.com slash group. There's the Tropical MBA. That's for people that are remote workers. You can go on Product Hunt. It's a great place to meet other people who are making products. There's the monthly1k.com group. So if you're wanting to start a business and been struggling and need support, that's monthly1k.com. We have our own private group to help people starting businesses. Uh, there's a lot on Facebook groups. There's a lot on Reddit. Uh, there's a tremendous amount of groups out there. You just have to go and put yourself in those places. And that is a great way to build some relationships. I think certain groups where people maybe have paid a little bit of money are better because they've kind of at least validated or qualified that they're taking the item seriously. As well, here's a quick tip. You can search Google for Slack groups. That's a really interesting way. I know my buddy Jimmy Daly has his own private content marketing group 
uh, where you can connect with other content marketers. So check it out via Google. Go find three groups about that. Just search on Google or look on Facebook or ask member one of those impressive friends from the beginning. And three, post a couple times or respond to people in those groups at least once a week for 90 days. And that is a way you will build your name and I promise you, you will build some very, very great relationships. So let's do a quick recap of the nine ways that you can build your network from home right now and forever. Number one, most important, ask your most impressive friends to introduce you to one impressive person. Number two, reach out to the up-and-comers first. They are so much easier and frankly a lot cooler uh, to get connected with early on. Number three, do interesting sh- Be impressive and you will become a magnet for people reaching out and creating serendipity for you. Number four, take notes, share them publicly. People will respond to you, I promise. Uh, number five, buy their stuff, pay for it. That'll help you stand out from the crowd. Number six, add value to successful people without expecting anything in return. Number seven, geography matters. Change your ass, move your butt. If you're in the place that doesn't have a lot of cool people, you can change it. Within your own city, within your own state, within your own country or continent. Number eight, organize an online event. And number nine, join an online community or online group. I'll see you out there and I love you. Pew, pew. Well, that's a wrap. I hope you took away a thing or two to start meeting impressive people today. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel if you want more juicy content just like this at youtube.com slash okdork. Next, text a friend you love them. Hey, amigo, who do you think I should meet next? And before you go, tweet me at, at Noah Kagan and let me know what you thought of this episode. And before you go, the five people who made it this far to the end, make sure if you're an entrepreneur or a entrepreneur and you want to grow your business online, check out appsumo.com. It's the number one site online for software deals. There's lifetime deals, insane prices on the best tools that you'll need to grow your business, plus a bunch of free resources there. That's appsumo.com. Finally, a couple shout outs to my amazing team. Thank you to Jason for always doing these episodes. He's at podcasttech.com if you want to steal them away from me. There's no stealing because it's all sharing. And thank you, David, Mitchell, Jeremy, Michael, and Jen from the Dork Team for all of the magic. Finally, a special shout out to Brian Presley, who is our director of engineering at appsumo.com. Thank you for keeping the AppSumo machine running, my friend. You've done an amazing work. Thanks, man. Have a chestastic day. What's your favorite dinner question? <laughs> <laughs>